0: All right, uh, let's jump out to the T-Mobile special guest line. T-Mobile and Sprint coming together to build the best wireless company around. Visit TMobile.com for online services and local store availability. He is the radio voice of the Denver Nuggets. He is Jason Kosmisky with us here on The Big Show. Jason, how's it going? Good, guys. How you guys doing, man? Let's get this thing going, huh? <laughs> yeah, right. Eh? I, it sounds like you're just as excited as we are. We've got playoff basketball. Give us, Give us your overall thoughts. What do you think about this matchup?
1: Um, well, I mean, you know, it's interesting because, you know, Nuggethead is going to tell you, well, they beat him three, nothing in the regular season. And I, I always warn people. I'm like, yeah, but all three of those games came down to the, came down to the wire. So, um, you know, I, 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 I love playoff basketball as we all do. I think there should be more hate in sports. You know, this whole thing of, like, kissing each other hello and all that crap. You know, I'm old school. I'm, you know, I'm 52 <laughs> years old. So I mean, you know, I, I, I want there to be, like, a little bit of fire. And, you know, and I promise you, after after this series is over, um, everybody in Denver is going to hate Salt Lake City, and everybody in Salt Lake City is going to hate Denver. And however it shakes out, we'll find out.
0: Jason, uh, is that what you call uh, Nugget fans, Nugget heads? <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, you know, there's, you know, the fans, you got them in Utah too. It's where they, um, they, they don't look at the logical side of things. It's just, you know, Oh, they screwed us. Oh, they, you know, oh, poor me, all that, all that stuff. So yeah, for, for those fans, I call them nuggets heads. And for the rest of people, I just call them run of the mill NBA fans. I love it. Hey Jason,
2: Craig, Bowler Jack. Uh, hey, let me get your thoughts. How do you how do you like the bubble? Uh, what's been your adjustment in calling those those games uh, from far, far away?
1: You know, Craig, I I hate it, um, and unfortunately for guys like me and you, it, that's the way it's going to be because. Um, You know, I'm I'm calling these games off of a monitor, so some cameraman named Jim is telling me what I should see, and um, I've been doing this long enough to where uh, I can't stand it, but unfortunately, here's what's going to happen is, you know, the suits upstairs are going to figure out, they're going to be like, oh, wait, we don't have to pay per diem? Oh, wait, we don't have to pay travel? Oh, wait, we don't have to pay hotel room stay? Um, Broadcasts sound great, let's just keep it the same way it is, and so I, I don't think we're ever going to go back to the old school system. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. So I'll, I'll take basketball, you know, a day with basketball in the NBA is better for me than, than any day without it. So however which way that comes, you know, even though, you know, we we're calling these games from the Pepsi Center, and there's like eight people in the building that holds 20,000. Um, you know, I'll, I'll take whatever I can get, but I, I think it's a change of the future that where this is what we'll be doing for the rest of our lives.
2: Yeah, you know, uh, we've got uh, eight to ten people as well uh, that are inside Vivint uh, Arena. And it, it just seems so odd. I almost hear the echoes of please come back. And whenever that occurs, you know, I, I hope that you know what, though, I've got to, I'm trying to be positive because the best broadcast and what the fans truly deserve. And I know you agree is for us to be there and to also feed off the energy of each and every fan that's in those buildings because that's what makes it all so special. And that's what I've missed uh, during these yeah. scrimmages and these first uh, and the eight seating games thus far.
1: No, you're 100% correct. But the problem is, is we see that, right? I mean, like we're broadcasters. We, we understand that. You, you want to see how mad a coach is on the sideline. You want to see how bad the referees are up close and personal. You feed off of energy, and, and you know, we we need all that. Man, you're on the plane. You found out, you know, somebody's got like a little hitch in the giddy up. Um, although you're not allowed to broadcast it, at least at least we know. At least we know that. Um, and all that goes away, Um all that will go away. And so you just, uh, we just got to roll with the new tides, man. And I think they're going to be new tides for, for most everybody out there.
0: Jason, if you've been paying attention uh, to basketball and Mike Malone's career, you've known for a minute that he's a, a pretty darn good coach and, and knows what he's talking about and why, you know, good coaches side, why has he been such a good fit with Denver and with those players in specific?
1: Well, the first thing, you know what, you know, he came in after Brian Shaw and I I just remember, you know, when when him and I started our relationship, he's just like, dude, we got to change the culture around here. We got to, you know, we got to all come together. And for the first year, maybe year and a half uh, that's what he did. I mean, there was a lot of stuff that went on. Uh, And by the way, I'm a huge Brian Shaw fan. I love the guy, but um, it just was, was bad timing timing on, on everybody's account. And so when he came in, you know, his goal was we just got to change the culture around here. And, and then we started there and then, um, you know, you slowly start building. And, and I, I think the one, the one thing that maybe, I don't know, separates the nuggets and, and not a lot of other franchises is they don't, they're not bringing in Anthony Davis and LeBron James in the offseason. season. Uh, you know, they're not, you know, they're not bringing in, Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook and James Harden or whatever. It's been for the most part, basically the same team with draft picks. And they have just stayed consistent with that. So it's kind of like they have a vision. They believe in the vision. Um, You know, there there was a really strong chance. I don't know if you guys know this or not, that the Nuggets could have got Kyrie had they wanted him. And a lot of general managers would have pulled that trigger because if you win, you know, if the Nuggets win with Kyrie, then you win as a general manager. And Tim Conley, the, the the Nuggets vice president of basketball operations, never went that route. And he could have. He could have sold out and got more wins and, and made his resume look better. But they've never done that. They've never really parted from whatever path they're on. Uh, and that's above my pay grade. So the one thing that I like about the Nuggets is – They've stayed the course, and, and you know, yes, there's been mistakes down the road, but all these cats now, all, all the big pieces have been together for a while now, and that and that's a damn rare thing in the NBA nowadays.
0: Jason, how are you figuring this uh, Rudy Gobert Jokic uh, matchup is going to go?
1: Um, I you know I don't know I I know that Jokic has good numbers against Rudy. Um, by the way, you're welcome. Former Nuggets draft pick, Utah, you're welcome for that one. Donovan Mitchell, Mitchell, you're welcome for that one. (laughs) Um, I I know Joker's had good numbers to get him uh, against him. Um, However, here's what I do know, and this is what I believe, is that although Donovan Mitchell is an unbelievable player, and I think that Gilly might be one of the most underrated players in the NBA that nobody ever talks about. Welcome to a small market. That I feel, and you guys tell me if I'm wrong, that the Utah Jazz kind of go the way Rudy Gobert goes. If he's out there flying around, dunking, blocking, all that stuff, I think he's one of the few players in the NBA where the team feeds off of that more than somebody else. And I think Joker knows this, too. You know, Jokic is a really you know, super smart player. So, uh, you know, uh, how, how that matchup's going to go, I think that's going to be the series. I think whoever wins that matchup is going to win the series. And it it's, sounds elementary, but I think it's as simple as that.
2: Yeah, Jason, I agree. I think what we see and what I've seen over the, the years with Gobert, if you get him involved early in a ball game, and that means, again, even a touch or two, and that lob pass is dropped perfectly up on his hands at the rim. It energizes him not only on the offensive end, but it picks up his defensive game, and he runs the floor better. He doesn't argue with officials as much, and all of a sudden he just becomes – and tuned with his teammates. And I think it makes Donovan a little looser as well. And the other guy you speak of, I'm with you. I think Joe is, you know, Joe's Joe. But Joe has an incredible knack and ability to control a game. I like him with, his ball, with the ball in his hands. And I think he's going to be a big factor in this series as well, as will be the three ball for Utah especially.
1: Oh, I mean, I you know, if you one of you guys can introduce me to Joe, I'd I'd love to meet him because, you know, we we all we all watch a lot of basketball and um to me the the dude's sense of humor, I mean, just by barely knowing him and, and just watching what's on TV, I think this dude is hilarious, man. I'd love to have that guy on my team. Um but but to your your guys' point is yeah, that, that that's what I think is is, is go bear, once he gets going I mean, I I don't know where where the status is between the whole, you know, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, COVID thing. We're not friends. We're friends. We're not friends. I mean, I I don't know what that's all about, nor do I care, because I don't like drama. But if you get Rudy going, I I just think that that that's going to be a problem. But to counterpoint that, because I'm a Nuggets guy, is I think Joker knows that. So he's going to do his best to not let that happen, and we'll see how that pans out.
0: Jason, we can't thank you enough for jumping on with us today. And hey, let's hope we're in for one heck of a series. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh
1: heck yeah! Let's start hating each other. I miss those days. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you, Jason. <laughs> All right, take care. That's Jason
2: Kosmiski. He's the radio voice of the Denver Nuggets. And I got a feeling, man. Listen to him and the way he approaches. Uh, you put Joe and him in the same room; there'd be good. They probably get along. Pretty yeah. good comedy show, right there. To be honest. <laughs> Yeah, he had a lot of energy. That was
0: fun. One thing I was disappointed with, though, is he talks about uh, being old school, the old days of hating and whatnot, and then he did nothing but compliment the Jazz. Wasn't he (laughs) supposed to rip them somehow? Well, he's not on the team, Gordon. (laughs) He kind of, yeah, but he kind of is. Well, yeah, in the same way uh, Bowler and Lock are. Yeah, they're part
2: of the team. Same team.
0: Yeah, exactly. Moore would have been w- willing to rip the Nuggets, right?
2: <laughs> go on
0: radio in Denver. And just just you know, You
2: guys, are just a lousy team. I, I don't <laughs> like your bench, and you know, I think there's a reason why Joker is a second-round pick. <laughs> See, there you go. Oh, Take a lot of oh, guts to have go have... on Denver radio oh, and go be... scorched nah. earth. Yeah. Jake, yeah, have... that'd be that'd be a, 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 yeah. Twitter would blow up on that one too. Uh, would, yeah, I
0: think so.